Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Curse of Cain. Curse of Cain has released their self-titled debut. This album instantly made my list of top albums of the year. Be sure to check this one out. And here's my interview with Curse of Cain. Hello, you hear me? I can. Can you hear me as well? Yes, yes. Now I'm just waiting for another dude to join. All right. We have one more getting in, I think. It's a little bit slow. <laughs> hey, no problem at all. Great. I, I appreciate the opportunity of taking time to speak with you. It's an absolute excellent album. Thank you. Well, Thank hello you so there. Much. Hello. <laughs> Now the soul keeper on. has arrived. Yes, yes of the, the, the himself. Yes, you can say no more. <laughs> I wanted to thank you guys for taking time to speak with me today. Ah, of course, of course, man. We take the chance. We have time, so why not? Yeah, <laughs> always a pleasure to speak some music. Yes. This album is one of the best I've heard this year. I wanted to ask, how long did it take you to put the material together? If you see it like this, the idea for this started over 20 years ago. But to put the material that we ended up on the album is, took about two to three years, I think. Am I right, Soulkeeper? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Two to and three years. Yes, to put the, everything together, you know, all the pieces from the style we should play and what sound we should have. And the songs were there, but we kind of figured out how we should mix everything and so on. Yeah, exactly. And then we need to do the visual stuff and the videos and everything before the release and stuff like that takes time. <laughs> but we had a lot of time during the pandemic, so. <laughs> yeah, so there yeah. it happened. So it happened. <laughs> we all did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it came natural. It come natural, but the idea started for about 20 years ago, that the idea to start something around the, the character Kane and do a story around that. So first Embryos was 20 years ago, and then we started about three to four years ago and did it for real during the pandemic. I wanted to ask uh, if you could speak about the song Dead and Buried. It's one of my favorite tracks on the album. Oh, my God. Nice. Yeah. The story about that was me and Soulkeeper actually. It was one of the first songs we actually wrote for Curse King. Yeah. I think it was the second song. I think so too. Second and it, first. Uh... Yeah, and we wanted to get some kind of feeling about getting buried somehow, right? Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you have the character K in there, the undead man. He is dead and buried, but he can't die. So the song is rolling a little bit around that. And then we wanted to do a little bit of a cool riffing stuff, and it and it ended up great, I think. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And another one of my favorites is Never See the Light Again. Wow, see, nice. That was actually the first song we wrote. <laughs> first first and second song. Yeah. And it was uh, it was a cool idea. I think we wanted to do something a little bit slower and uh, with a lot of emotion to fit the movie theme, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was a, a song that, how would you feel if you're six feet under and lying there by yourself? <laughs> so the idea was getting that feeling into the song. And uh, and speaking of the videos, we um, you talked about 
a little bit. I wanted to ask you, how did they go for a live and for Blaine? Well, take the question again, please. Um, how did the video shooting go for a live and for Blaine? Uh, yeah, for, yeah, yeah, for Blaine. Blame was easier, I think, because then we had to uh, we had the practice from making a live since it was the first music video. We we actually do everything ourselves and uh, learning uh, why we are doing all this. So uh, a live took some time, but uh, it went. Yeah, great. a live was more of a of a project. We, we we put a lot of more time into making this video because we were learning during the way and we were doing all the costumes and all the props for movies as we are doing that ourselves as well. So it took a lot of more time. And then when we did blame, it took, it was a very fast process because we had already learned it. Yeah. And we <laughs> so had we, a, a pretty clear vision also how, how we wanted it, I think. Yeah. And everything now is going more and more, more and more easy with all the productions we do as we are already almost going into phase two to record the next album so we are pretty far ahead and i wanted to ask if you could speak on the band conceptually how did the conception come about yeah the idea was to do something more than just music so um and we had and the idea came to do something around that so it took the story, you know, the Bible story around Cain, but did wanted to do a twist around it and put it in a more of a movie. How would Hollywood do a movie around Cain? So that idea, and how should we proceed? We didn't want to do the Bible stories. We did a twist from an old role-playing game that was popular in the late 80s and beginning of the 90s called Vampire the Masquerade. I also think they did a TV series. There was something with Taurus Spelling or something. Not so good series, but the role playing was Kane was the first vampire ever and says to be more evil than the devil himself. So I thought it would be fun to do a twist around it and take away the devil and put him in the future and do a twist around the story. And then we wanted to have a a band to put music to the story. So we are the band and we are his crew so we put that together because we in the long run we want to maybe get more into the movie scene and try to do more with that as we think it's fun every so movie fun. needs a soundtrack so it's yeah and we like, we, 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 yeah and we are big nerds when it comes to music and movies and comics and everything like that so why not put everything together and have fun with it so that's why they're here come on and I wanted to ask, as far as the characters as well, um, would you say that the characters that are portrayed are extensions in some ways of your personalities? Uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, <laughs> some of it. <laughs> of yeah, course. we wanted to, to put ourselves in some kind of alter ego. You know, It's more mm -hmm. easy to play, to play the character. And we wanted to put the, away the person behind the mask and just have fun with it and concentrate on the music and the story. And of course, we put a little bit of ourselves in it because it's more easy to portray someone like that. Sure. Not that Soulkeeper is, Soul is a total asshole when it comes to the front one. Yeah. Arrogant bastard. But uh, maybe he's not like that behind the mask. 
No. I know I'm a, I'm a brutal pirate, but maybe I'm not so much like that in the real. It's easy. <laughs> it's much easier also in if you look at a spectra from the stage when you're doing all this uh, shows. Uh, you want to put on a show and do something special and uh, just leave yourself away from the stage and just have fun with it and just play your characters like a movie. Uh, you can sure. be a big, you can have a big ego like you saw, Kiko, yeah. because that's okay when you're in character. Like yeah. we are not big egos, we are really small egos in this band. We really love uh, the nerdiness, playing music and spreading. So we want to bring a show. That's what it's all about. Yeah. And for and me, I... it was like, why not be a pirate? I've always been a pirate my whole life, <laughs> like a Disney pirate. And <laughs> and I think. Uh, as far as the fans concerned, I think it's a it's a great element as well. Um, I grew up being a Kiss fan, um, and I always felt that the idea of giving more, you know, people work hard for their money, and uh, yeah. people want to be entertained. No one yeah, wants I, to go to Kevin and have fan dressed worse than they are. Yeah, and it's also much more fun in the long run to play music when you can do something more on stage than just standing there playing heavy music and headbang. I mean, of course it works, but maybe it's not that fun in maybe 10 years. I don't know. Yeah, for it's me, more it's fun. Nice. Yeah. It's mo- more fun, fun this way. <laughs> you can always expand and do something different. Sure. And, and- and you can invite the audience if they are dressed up. You know, if you see a cool character in the in the audience, why not bring them up? Exactly. You know, bring bring them to the show. Have fun with it. It's it's about connecting more with the people, like as well. Because if you, you know, you get a lot of haters when you put the masks on as well, because you are not a true musician or whatever. I don't right. know. But who cares? As long as we have fun, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact of the matter is, musically, this album is a masterpiece from top to bottom. There's no doubt about it. Thank oh, you, man. Thank you. <laughs> and, and it's what's important for us, you know, not just to be clowns in masks. Anyone can put a mask on. It's not that hard. Uh, but have some substance under the mask and can bring the music because music should be number one. Yeah, that's the core of it. Yeah. I wanted to ask, if you could project yourselves ahead to 2028, what is your five-year vision for the band? Uh, of course, it's to ex- expand. Uh, you know, the, the dream within this band is actually where we are now. We wanted to do something that brought these people together that are doing this. That's the most important thing with us. You know, it's more about family and friends that spread music and fun to the world. So in five years, we have probably released two more albums and we are probably playing uh, shows. Yeah, doing shows because we want to go on tour and we want to do more. So if, hopefully we will be in the cal- caliber around the, what Ghost is doing now, because that would be a, <laughs> we that all don't want to push this. We don't want to do it like a, like in a hobby level. We want to really get out there and bring the fun to everyone. If the world is still standing by then, right? You know, in this world, we need some fun now. It's something to think about in the gray stuff that we need to keep the violence in the movies and be nice to each other. 
Exactly. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. I think even the soul keeper can agree with that. Exactly. <laughs> Not yeah, if you ask can... Rainbow, though. But she might. I have a kid of brutal in the in the in the cinematic world and not the real world. That would be awesome just to go out and meet all the fans and uh, have fun at shows and interact with people and uh, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to say now when we are in the start, you know, we don't know where this would land. We have gotten a lot of good press, a lot of good reviews, but now people need to find us as well. We are a newcomer band and we look strange, you know, people probably look at us first and maybe not give us a chance when it comes to the music. It's always a chance when you dress up like this. So we will push it and bring it to the people if we can. I also wanted to ask, as far as uh, you were talking about working on new material, yeah. what do you see as the direction that musically uh, of the band moving forward? I think we are taking it to the next step from where we this album is. We don't we don't want to sound exactly the same all the time. Maybe you hear it on the album as well. We mm -hmm. to put the mood to the scenes we have for the movie. You know, it needs to fit the movie, but also it needs to sound like Curse of Cain. So the main core in our music is the vocal parts and a lot of the the bell things. It will stay and it will always keep on being some kind of metal. You know. Always. We will not do a, a soul album or something, for sure. <laughs> <No. Yeah. laughs> but and maybe also, we bring some different elements. We don't know. We sure. like to try music. So. Yeah. As far as what can fans look for next, will there be another video for this? Probably, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we love doing <laughs> videos, so, so why not do another one? Yeah. <laughs> We are still waiting for gigs and uh, tours and everything. And while we are waiting, we have time. When we have time, we pres we will do produce something. Produce material, yeah. Pro produce, yeah. Always produce. Yeah. Why stand still when we don't have to? Sure. Yeah. And beyond music, um, do you guys have any hobbies beyond music? Yeah, uh, of course. <laughs> like playing games. A, uh, eat, eating food, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fishing, you know, nature is a big part for everyone. I think we like the nature. A lot of us going out in the forest, enjoying the nature and what we have around us. That would be a hobby. Then we are always creating. We build masks. We draw things. We watch movies. We we are living what we are a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Exactly. So, so when it comes to hobbies, we always do what we want when it comes to work and and everything. Yeah. We are lucky in that way. We live in a good country where we have opportunities to choose a little bit. And as far as merchandising and a physical copy of the album, what's the best way to acquire them? Through our label, Atomic Fire, at the moment. Yeah, at the moment. We are... At the moment, uh, trying to put everything up, you know, when it comes to merchandise, we don't even have our T-shirts out there yet, and we need to get everything on a roll. But as we are in a start, and everything starts to get in, so we soon. But Atomic Fire Records, you will find everything there. Exactly. I also wanted to ask you, 
when you guys uh, get together and you work on material, does everything usually start with a, a melody or a riff, or does it start out lyrically for you? I think it always starts out with some kind of a, a little bit of a riff with a melody. Oh, yeah. Always. I always start so, with yeah. some, some kind of idea. Usually Soul Keeper bring me some idea and then we sit together. Yeah. Or someone else. Or I put some ideas, but it always starts with a little bit of a riff and a melody. Exactly. I think I think that uh, that's the easiest way for us to write. I, I always think it's hard to begin with the lyrics, even if you have some kind of, I mean, if you have some kind of uh, uh, emotion to it, uh, it can be hard to build around that one. But sure. It can yeah. be, it can work, <laughs> but right now I think it's the riffs and uh, the the. Yeah, and I think it's important. I always I think about this. It's a good question, but the beat, you know, the beat, drum yeah. beat, usually starts with a drum beat. Some kind of yeah. you need a rhythm to get a good melody. Yeah. For me, it's like music. So you should sing along with it, and you should be able to play air drums and. <laughs> An air guitar, then it's a good song. Yeah, it's the pulse in the song. So, yeah. sure, it, I was a always a, I was always astonished with Rush because yeah, I love that. You know, if yeah. you interview nine, ten bands, nine out of ten will say it starts with a riff, but Rush always started with Neil's lyrics, and yeah. I always thought, man, how did they do that? Yeah, you well, know. same here. Huh? It's it's amazing. <laughs> but, but, but when you get a melody, for me, it's like and you need to put words to it when it comes to the melody. So that the lyrics yeah. starts from there because the melodies need to fit the, the lyrics. Sure. It's, it's so hard to just get lyrics and then you need to put melodies in it and the words won't fit. Then you need to write rewrite the words. Yeah. So usually the first ideas when you come to up to lyric stays in the finished product. Yeah. It's pretty strange. So hard to change words when you get them right in your mouth. <laughs> exactly. And lastly, I wanted to ask you, if you guys could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? That message would be, check us out. It's give us a brutal a stuff. Um, brutal stuff. And it would stay brutal in this world, and but be nice to each other in the real world. And give Curse of Kane a chance, even if you are a pirate and a soul keeper. Soul keeper is an ass, but oh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we look scary, but we are not that scary in in the real world. Yes, we are. Remember, <laughs> oh, of course, everyone out there, if you <laughs> check out Curse of Kane, we are scary stuff. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I wanted to thank you, gentlemen, for taking time to speak with me. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Thank you, man. Hope to speak with you somewhere in the future again, and maybe in that two thousand five five years, and we see where we are. (laughs) Or maybe sooner if we come there and play. (laughs) Absolutely, we'd love to have you here. Um, Mushroom Head is from Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Maybe they should make a double bill. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. 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 Nice. <laughs> well, thanks again. And you guys have a great rest of your day. 
Yeah, thank you. Because you you are, yes, your day is starting and or is, is in its end. <laughs> it, it's in its beginning. Yeah. Good for you, Good. Man. Well, take care. Take care. All right, take care. Cheers. Cheers, man. Bye-bye. Bye. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.